Welcome to live from the Space at 100 Taylor gang. How is everybody doing? This is your host, this and every episode, Jamie Rodriguez. And guys, um, last year, almost a year ago, actually, uh, there was this Sunday night in the iconic Third and Linsley venue in Nashville, Tennessee, and a band called The Minx just tore the roof on fire, guys. I mean, it was like seeing you two in 1981, you know, like club, like fire. You could tell they were going places. Everyone was on their feet, ovation, the whole nine yards. This was the Minx. The Minx are a four-piece American rock band from Nashville, and they are led by frontwoman Nikki Barber, who joins us on today's show, guys. Uh, Guitar Girl magazine actually has described the band as hovering in the space of psycho blues and pure rock. And Nikki's Barber vocals have been compared to Patti Smith and Bonnie Raitt, which I, I agree. And I would put Joan Jett in there as well. Just really powerful stuff. Um, their first full-length album, Light and Sweet, is like a Nashville classic, guys. Uh, you know how when you were growing up, some albums were in everybody's house? Like Alanis Morissette, for example, or Phil Collins. Well, Light and Sweet from The Minx is an album that everyone had on their phone in 2019. It's just so many great records, such a burst of energy. So we're super happy to have Nikki Barber on the show. Uh, Nikki shares with us her journey, not only about the band, but herself. She's a, a kind of a fashion icon as well. She's got her own fashion like line as a side gig, and she worked a lot during the pandemic with it. And, and now that the band is getting ready to release a new album, it's all, you know, it's all coming full circle. It's a beautiful thing. So we hope you guys enjoy this conversation with Nikki Barber of The Minx. Check them out, guys. They are going to be touring, so you don't want to miss them. And uh, if you're new to the show, if you're new to J-Rod Concerts, welcome. You can find out more about me, more about us at jrodconcertsmedia.com. This is Nikki Barber of The Minx on Live from the Space at 100 Taylor. Angelique Barber. <laughs> Look at you. How, Look at me. How are you doing? I'm good. I, I needed that good. splash of color and fashion in my yeah. life. I brought the rainbow with me today. Thank you so and much. And the crazy 70 degree weather. Is, right? I'm actually dressed for winter, but it's pretty nice. What's outside. up with that? Like yeah. three nights ago, it was like freezing cold. I know. And today we're sweating. I know. It's crazy. It's crazy. But I'll take it. Absolutely. I'll take it. Absolutely, yeah. Nikki. And of course, you're the lead front woman for The Minx. Yep. One of the best rock bands in Nashville. Oh, thanks. Well, actually, I have to tell you, I've been here like a year. Basically, mm-hmm. I'm from Miami. And when I, when I started coming here and I started looking at the, at the rock scene, um, they said, you have to go to 3rd and Lindsley. Check out the Minx. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't know who they are, but I respect your opinion. I went face melted with huh? the rock and roll. People were on their feet. It was incredible. Oh, Saw thanks. you as well at Americana Fest. Mm-hmm. Everywhere we have seen you guys. Basically, it's like the rooms are electrocharged with rock and roll. It is so badass, Nikki. Oh, thanks. Thank you. That's yeah. always nice to hear. You know, I mean, we, we try to bring the energy, so... Mm-hmm. It's good to know that people are feeding off of it. You oh, know? yeah. I think that's the, the whole point is to right. exchange those, the good positive energies with each other. Totally, you know? totally. And yeah. obviously, you know, Nashville is known as like, you know, by most people as country music or like Americana, but there is like a burgeoning rock scene, right, Nikki? Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I wouldn't even say it's like freshly started, but it's been happening for a while. Yeah. And, I mean, I've been here nine years, but it was, it was already 
brewing when I got here. And right. there's there's so much um, besides just country. I mean, obviously the country is great here, but yeah. I mean, there's a spot for everyone. There's, you know, garage rock, psychedelic. Um, there's even like rap and, and pop, you know? I mean, I, I'm not totally in that world, but yeah. like there is room for everyone in Music City, which there is, is cool. There yeah. is, and it's, I mean, you guys are here. I mean, Moon Taxi's here. I mean, Kings mm -hmm. of Leon, I think, started here. So definitely yeah. there's there's rock and roll, for sure. Oh yeah, there is. And it's for cool sure. to see people like taking off with yeah. it too, you know? Yeah. I feel like we all have this dream to get our music heard and then when you see it actually happening to people that makes it like a tangible reality mm -hmm. you know not just a dream totally. which is really cool totally totally Mickey. Yeah. and you're such an interesting you know art, art artist in person i mean because not only mm. are you a musician but you're a painter you take photos yeah. you're a fashion designer i know i, I mean do clearly a, lot. a fashionista yeah. i mean you're like a swiss knife of artistic beauty in the world oh i love that you I know like that. So, yeah. so so let me ask you this i mean you were born in gettysburg pa pennsylvania mm-hmm better known as a important part of the Civil War, basically. Yeah. Four score and seven years ago. Th there Everyone you go. Everyone knows it. Yeah. There you go. Um, <laughs> how was it growing up in Gettysburg, you know, like that creative soul as a little girl? Um, it was interesting. I mean, Gettysburg's beautiful. Like, they've preserved the area a lot um, because of the Civil War and things. But there really isn't a whole lot of um, musical culture there. So... I, I was just really lucky um, because the years that I was growing up there, my friend was running like a music venue mm -hmm. that kind of allowed all of us who were in middle school and high school to like get together yeah. and perform open mics and perform shows and stuff. And it's not even there anymore. So I just feel like really lucky that I was there. It was there for you. in time. Kind of, like it kind of does feel like that sometimes for, for my friends and I just in the sense that that because that gave us so much culture sure. you know and and allowed us to like see beyond the small town because that's it, it's a very small town yeah um though it's close to a lot of cities which was cool like it's two hours from philly two hours from pittsburgh dc new york's only four hours so it was nice to like have right. a hub that you could kind of get out and see stuff so that was good, but yeah, I'm, I'm just really lucky that I, I grew up there when I did because there was there was a lot of people playing music and, yeah. and playing originals things, and, and that was really cool to get started that way. Definitely, and yeah. bands came through there all the time because of what you said, mm -hmm. like its location as well. Yeah, yeah, it was cool. Like uh, my friend curated this awesome venue and bands would actually come through Gettysburg, Pennsylvania, yeah. you know, yeah. Totally. You don't really hear about that too much anymore um you know except for when we do a hometown show or something sure but, you know but sure sure but before that nikki like when you were like you know in elementary mm -hmm. school growing up you know i would imagine that someone like you like that you're born with that you're born with that artistic zest um, yeah I, do, I, do you I do. do you have like memories as a, as a child of like just being so creative um i definitely have always yeah liked artsy things and stuff like I'm very visual and color oriented yeah. so I've always that I think that's why I was always gravi always gravitated towards like fashion and stuff right away right because of the colors and the textures I grew up with mostly women I'm really close to my mom and my aunt and they were 
all about that and they mm. actually painted a lot but really my my dad was the the true artist in our family and he um is was a great painter and also um was a cartographer too so oh, wow. he, he was really into map making and things like that um but he kind of just taught me a lot about art without even sitting down and saying this is art or anything like that right. like he just he kind of lived that life and so nice. it was cool to grow up around that and to to talk with him about things like that I mean he was and he was always so positive about you know go for what you want to do and, yeah. and do what you want to do which is really I think that helps too having like a a positive uh, person around you supporting you kind Absolutely. of to be able to be artistic and, Absolutely. and stuff so that was really nice but right on yeah okay, okay Nikki but okay so you know you grew up in this artistic environment mm -hmm. but you go you go to school and you study fashion mm -hmm. right in fact let me ask you about Nikki Stitch yeah you had your own fashion line I do which honestly you still have it I do and it, it kind of really came out of the pandemic to be honest um, because I had done alterations and things for people for years and years. Like music and fashion really go hand in hand, I feel like. Mm -hmm. You know, when people yes. are up there on stage, they want to look good in something that they feel confident in. Yeah. And so when I moved down here, I realized that I could use my fashion know-how, you know, my sewing yeah. skills to, to help people look good in their stage wear. So I was doing that, but then when the pandemic hit, you know, it was like obviously music wasn't happening right. in the way that it once was. We weren't touring. So I, and I wasn't, I had worked in like bars and things like that, but I wasn't really comfortable doing that. So I was like, well, I guess I got to do something in sewing yeah. in the fashion world. And so I kind of started Nikki Stitch and just started coming out with like creations and putting them up Amazing. on Instagram and people would buy them. And then it also worked out too, because I feel like everyone was going through their closet. And so people had alterations that they needed. So, so cool. yeah, it kind of just started on a whim last year, two years ago, whatever. Okay. Yeah. So it was yeah. like about birth of the, of the pandemic. Basically. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I love that. Yeah. yeah. People like grew like people. I know it was it. so fun to watch everybody kind of, take their hobbies to a new level, you know? <laughs> yeah. And like, like everyone had the, the time for it, but also like every, like the playing field was even, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Everyone was like, okay, yeah. we're gonna try out something the new. And that was yeah. really cool. I know. So, and, and you yeah. know, reading, reading and research about your influences, it, it all makes perfect sense. Cause mm -hmm. we're talking about Patti Smith, we're talking about the Velvet Underground and Lou Reed and Bob Dylan. And these were people that through their fashion and their music, it was like one, same thing right yeah totally yeah mm -hmm. yeah I think um, I feel like oftentimes a true artist or, or musician you know what I, mean? I feel like people people who really like stand the test of time are people who just they're not trying to be something they just like are mm -hmm. this entity that you want to know about and you want to, like yeah. you know they it's not like they're putting on like an outfit to put it on and go out there that's just like who they are, yeah, you know, and that's funny. Like to me, so often, especially when I'm really wearing like a crazy getup, I just love like textures and patterns. Like mm -hmm. I said, so I'm always just wearing crazy stuff. But like people will often come up to me and be like, "Oh, that's a cool costume or something like that." And to me, I'm like, "This is just <laughs> this like is just what me. I yeah. threw on," you know right. what I mean? Or like, <laughs> which is fine, you know. I mean, it's but it's I do think, I do think. Um, 
yeah, certain people just like live and breathe this type of thing. Like you said, like you said, it's kind of interesting. Maybe some people are just born with it in a certain way. Yeah, oh, I um, love that. It's kind of just who you oh are. God, it's in you. I could talk to you for you like 17 it. hours. This yeah. is like ridiculous. <laughs> I love it. So you moved to Nashville nine years ago, almost almost 10 years. Yeah, in sep September, I guess. September is going to yeah. be 10 years. Mm -hmm. Wow, okay. Yeah, it's crazy. And, um, yeah, no, it's amazing. Um, so you've seen Nashville change a little bit. So you're mm -hmm. a perfect, but like you're a perfect person to ask this because you haven't been here like 40 years ago where like, you know, people say like, oh, the Gulch used to be like a parking lot. No. Right, right. But at the same time, you've seen it grow a little bit. Definitely. Yeah. And, oh, so much. And, 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 and oh, like, yeah. what's your relationship to that? Because I know people here have mixed feelings about it. Yeah. Um... Well, I mean, I'm not from here, so I can't like I can't mm -hmm. say I've seen it from the start, but I have seen it grow yeah. exponentially. Um, I feel like I moved here right at like the start of things really starting to change, um, and I guess it's it is hard because I do I think growth is good, and I think that can. Like, I feel like a lot of stuff is happening now because people are moving here and there's a lot going on, yeah. which is really cool. There's more more to do, you know, just in general. But um, I do get a little worried because Nashville had such... Like, the, the beautiful thing about Nashville is it had such a culture and such a history to it. And I do fear that a lot of people who are moving here don't necessarily know that or understand it as well as we once did because so much of it is getting bulldozed and yes. things are getting put up in its place. You know, all these like crazy little special places that, you know, Towns Van Zandt and people used to like go to right. or no longer exist. And then right. I just get worried that it will get washed out, mm. you know, but I think there's definitely people here yeah. who are trying to keep that alive. So... I think as long as we're, you know, as long as we value Nashville's history, I yeah. think it'll always be cool. Yeah, totally. And you can't stop change, you know, right. and, and every city is kind of in a flux of that right now. So Exactly, exactly. So. Nikki and Light and yeah. Sweet, which yeah. is the 2019 album uh, yeah. of the Minx. I mean, it, it's a phenomenal album. Like, there's no filler. It's just, it's an instant classic. Like, it's so, so good. I think everyone in the city, like, has it. Like yeah, when we were growing yeah, up and everyone yeah. had like Phil Collins, like everyone here has that album from the mix <laughs> in their collection. Um, let me ask you a little bit, a couple of questions about that album. Number one, the songwriting mm -hmm. is really, is really deep, actually. Oh, thank like, yeah, if well, you. Like if you yeah. remove like the instrumentation, it's really universal themes that you're like breaking out. It's really beautiful. Mm, thank you. Tell me a little bit about your songwriting. And what I mean is... You know, this city, did some of, the, of, of this city's like academic way of like songwriting like get on you? Like, oh, I gotta write 20 songs a week, regardless of their, whether they're good or not. Um, no, well, um, I do think living in the city like pushed me to be a better musician. Sure. So I think in that way it rubbed off because everyone's like doing great. Everyone, everyone came from a place where they were really good and then you come here and it's like, Oh, I got it. Oh, I'm just another one. It's crazy, yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah. yeah. So there, I mm -hmm. mean, there is a little bit of that that kind of pushes you, mm -hmm. but I don't, I don't feel like um, I have too much of that. Like I don't, feel, I don't like meet up with people just to co-write just in hopes that we'll make millions or anything right. like that. But I do write songs with my friends. Sure, you know what I mean? Sure, sure. Um, and I do. It's hard because. 
I, I tend to just write when I'm feeling emotional or when something needs to get out. For me, songwriting is more or less like my diary. You know yeah. what I mean? Like if I'm feeling sad or happy or anything that really needs to get out, like that's, that's yeah. when the songwriting happens for me. Um, when you're emotional, Nikki, like is it easy to write a song like when you're like super depressed? And what I mean is everyone assumes that when people when songwriters are like sad and depressed and like in the gutter that's like they start writing over yeah, their tears right right but like yola and brandy carlisle uh, they once said like no that's not how it happens at least for them they said yeah. like we need like a few days and then it happens i do feel like that's kind of how it goes for okay. me i feel like in the moment every once in a while something will fall out sure but i think oftentimes it's more or less like the reflection on what I've just felt when it comes out. Mm. You know what I mean? After I'm past that that moment of like being yeah. in the tears, being in the sad. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> it's like the next day or two when I'm like, well, why did I feel that way? Or how did I feel that mm. way? And that's when like it starts to process, which was, is kind of funny about like in terms of like the pandemic, like my mom would always be saying to me, you should write a song about what's going on. Yeah. So, you know, to give people hope and which is a very beautiful idea and what I want to do. But sometimes it was it was really hard to write anything, especially about the pandemic when the pandemic was happening, because it's so it's happening. You yeah. know what I mean? So it was hard to process it. Totally. Whereas now I feel like we're having a little bit of separation with it. It's still kind of ongoing but you know it, like we were talking about less of the fear and stuff so I feel like things are going to start to come out more so in artists than they yeah. were during the time because Absolutely. it is a reflection you do have to like process it is it to, is to understand and so and you're starting to see it in the albums coming out in the music coming yeah, out yeah totally it's like starting to like seep into like oh yeah it is right yeah it's interesting totally. yeah i love it and it's it's very real thing that we all had to deal with so. i love it I love yeah it. well nikki why don't you play a song for us if you'd be so kind and okay. then we'll ask you one more song and then like another song and then okay we're good it, would that be cool with you yeah that's fine i love it um i was thinking maybe i would actually do that last song on light and sweet which is called light and, light and sweet. sweet yeah because i don't get to do that very often because we normally are plugged in and rock and roll. Right so on. I'll right do this song. It's called Light and Sweet. Um, I wrote it for my friend who passed away, actually. And we were all kind of together, you know, celebrating his life. And then these words just kind of fell out. And it's it's not not like a crazy hard song or anything, but it, it I think the Im impact is there. Oh, so, yeah. Thinking about the fun we've had in 
Beautiful. My chills have chills. Ah. Unbelievable. <laughs> that's that's wonderful. Okay. Yeah. Um, thank you so much, Nikki, for your time. Of Last question. People are gonna see you live, yeah. and when when people see the Minx live, your on stage presence it's you can't describe it. It's like Joan Jed meets I don't know. It is just a lot. You're like a firecracker of energy. It's thank you. Wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> How do you get into that state? And, and I mean it like, you know, seriousness, mm -hmm. because it's you're playing an hour and 30 minutes, an hour and 20 minutes of nonstop energy. Like that's a workout. And also and, is, and yeah. also like, you know, that state. How do you do it? Like what's your ritual the day of a show to after a show? Well, I mean, when we're on tour, it is hard because like you're normally driving to the show. And so it's normally a, a lot of just stuff going on before. But once we get to the venue and kind of get sound checked and stuff, I really, I do try to give myself some time to just kind of relax. And I'll, I try to stretch. Stretching mm. really helps, especially yeah. when I'm running around. And um, I do try to warm up my voice, which is something I never used to do that. Um, but I think it's so important to do. Yeah. Um, uh, I used to be like, it's not rock and roll to warm up your voice, you know, but like, that's so stupid. And um, so I give myself time to do that. But um, I don't know. I, I don't necess necessarily like need to get into a headspace to, to do it. It's just kind of within me, I think. Like I oh. always loved being on stage, even as a kid. I'm a very shy person, like mm. still to this day. But there's something about like when I'm on stage, it's like I'm not afraid. I don't know how to describe it really, yeah, but yeah. it's definitely something that's there because I mean, yeah, I get afraid to like talk to people one-on-one -on -one at a bar or something, right. but like I could be in front of whoever singing whatever, you know, and, and no big deal. Unbelievable, but, yeah. But yeah, so I don't really know where it comes from, but it definitely, I feel like it, whatever is within me that needs that like comes alive when I'm on stage and so and I know so there's sometimes where I feel like I'm like oh I didn't move at all and then I watch videos and I'm like running around and yeah. like oh I guess I do move so I, I don't even know if it's like conscious that I'm exerting that much energy yeah oh, it's amazing keep <laughs> it up what comes yeah. out thanks well Nicole Angelique Barber <laughs> the Swiss <laughs> knife of artistic talents yeah you have said it all oh, thank you so much for joining us Thank it's you. been a true honor, and uh, yeah, why don't you take us away? Thank you so much. Okay, perfect. Yeah, guess I'll do. I'll do a new song. How about that? Yes, from the forthcoming album, right? Yes. Oh my god. We have god. a new, a new album. What's the name of the song? Um, this one is called "Keep Warm," and actually, I wrote it during the pandemic when everything was getting a little crazy. 
the right side and the left side, all the sides. Um, and it was kind of, I wrote it about kind of not, not really trusting either side and reading for yourself, you know, kind of got to read between the lines. There was a lot of that going on. And, um, and I had also gotten a little fortune that said, if the world seems cold, kindle a file to fire to warm it and I just loved that and so I was like I'll make that into a song kind of so here's keep warm <laughs> Let's kindle 
Amazing. Thank you. Thanks, Nikki. Thank <laughs> Thanks you so much. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs>